Welcome everybody to episode 157 of the Superhouse Podcast. This is Andrew and I'm once again joined by Matavius. Oh, hi. And Wolfavius. Mr. Crows at your service, bro. <laughs> that was my impression of Andrew doing an impression of me. I like that, dude. That was really good, man. Um, th- this week, we return to our deep dive into the Hasbro-verse. Yes! This time around, we're going to be discussing Mobile Armored Strike Command, a.k.a. Mask. Fuck yeah. <laughs> How I'm familiar so is everybody with greedy. Mask, Stefan? I had a girlfriend in Chicago who had no interest in toys or anything whatsoever, but she had a really close relationship with her father, and he gave her, when she was well after the age of 18, like some mask toys, I guess, because she watched it as a kid. And I was like, I always knew about the toys, but I never really watched the cartoon. Wait a minute. I did, because I had the kid who had the little robot that was like a motorcycle. <laughs> Wait a minute, I did. I don't remember a single full episode of the show, but I remember the intro to it. And I really liked that girl. I wish she wouldn't have dumped me. <laughs> okay, Maddie. Um, I don't... What's the... What are we doing again? Mask. Uh, that's... Yeah, I'm kind of that's the same way. That's how much way. I know about it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was not in my area. I don't remember yeah. seeing this at all when I was a kid. I didn't know mm. about this until the internet showed up. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just found out about it yesterday and wrote a bunch about it. Um, yeah, about no fucking familiarity happened. whatsoever, <laughs> but I uh, have begun, I've gotten a lot more familiar with it since, since doing the research for this podcast. So let's get into it as we usually do. What is MASK? Well, MASK is an acronym for Mobile Armored Strike Command, and it is an animated television series produced by both Kenner Products and yes. French-American Deke Enterprises. Anybody remember this? Oh, yeah. My childhood was filled with Deke. Deke. Dick. Lots, lots I feel of like... I feel like they had to uh, had to have a girl say or somebody say it just Deke. so that nobody would like mispronounce it or something. It's Deke, not Dick. I think they also did an Inspector Gadget. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, uh, love it. Yeah, Gadget. it was. It's interesting to see Deke again. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and also, how can we go without a deep dive without going into the theme song? But you know what? Instead of doing the original, because we're going to do that in the reaction, I found this awesome cover of the original song and uh i think even in the comments on youtube it has the original composer uh uh, praising this guy's work so Mask is a media franchise created by Kenner. The main premise revolved around the fight between an underground task force called Mask and a criminal organization called Venom, or Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. (laughs) 
Nice. <laughs> we need a longer acronym than them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Who are Mask? Well, glad you guys asked. They are a special task force led by Matt Tracker, who operate transforming armored vehicles in their ongoing battle against Venom. With an emphasis on superpowered yeah. masks w- worn by the characters of both factions, Venom's primary goal was obtaining money through their robbery, extortion, counterfeiting, and Sons kidnapping, or attempting to steal historical artifacts. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Transforming vehicles, huh? All right. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> Who are the characters? Well... Matt Tracker, the leader of Mask and the main protagonist of the franchise. Tracker is a multimillionaire and philanthropist. He was one of the creators of the original Mask team, along with his teenage brother, Andy, and Miles Mayhem. Nice. <laughs> In the 2008 Specialist Tracker action figure release. In 2008, for the G.I. Joe toy line, he is a technology and stealth expert for the Joe team, while Venom is a branch of Cobra Command. Oh, wow. They all have their own vehicles and masks, too, of course. Many of them having not just one, but several uh, masks and and or vehicles. uh, So for Matt Tracker, I got an explanation for this. It's a red Chevrolet Camaro, Mm -hmm. which can transform into a gull-winged fighter jet. His mask is Spectrum that contains multiple capabilities such as firing deafening sound waves, allowing a limited free-fall flight, firing a laser, and allowing Tracker to be seen in different visual spectrums. What? Then we got Bruce Magic Sato, a Japanese-American mechanical engineer and design specialist who serves as Matt Tracker's de facto second-in-command. Bruce tends to speak in Confucian riddles that often <laughs> confuse his teammates, except for Tracker. His <laughs> occupation, racial. I guess otherwise, is toy maker. I don't know why it's always a toy maker with Japanese characters. Anyway, he operates the ATV portion of Rhino, though in the animated series he frequently drives the main vehicle himself. His mask is called Lifter, which creates an anti-gravity field. There's a lot going on here, man. Gloria Baker, a champion racing driver and black belt in Kung Fu. Does Kung Fu have black belts? Anyway. Hell yeah. <laughs> occupation <laughs> Sensei. And then uh, she drives a white Porsche 928 that transforms into a submarine. <laughs> First show appearance was in episode 33. Her collider mask produces an energy-absorbing shield. And then they got T-Bob. The cowardly robot sidekick of Scott Tracker that converts into a single-wheel scooter. Yeah, that thing was badass, man. I loved that shit. I wanted one. I still want one. It reminds me of, like, Witwicky's. It's probably like a Witwicky type of thing from, uh, you know, whatever he had in the uh, Transformers cartoon. T-Bob cracks bad jokes and is easily frightened. (laughs) Oh, man. T-Bob was apparently short for thingamabob. All right. Um, he has no mask or vehicle because he's a robot sidekick. And there were there's a lot more characters here in the show, but uh, just to, for for the sake of brevity, we're gonna uh, stop it there. 
Okay, so the cartoon had a total of 75 syndicated episodes over two seasons that were broadcast from September of 1985 to November of 1986. The first season consisted of 65 episodes, but the second season, whose theme was centered more around auto racing instead of crime fighting, lasted only 10 episodes. The idea was seemingly to combine elements of both G.I. Joe and Transformers into one package. Mm, and here's sense. a list of some episode descriptions just to give you an idea of what the show was all about. So the Death Stone, the first episode in September on September 30th, 1985, Venom steals a strange meteorite with healing powers using Switchblade disguised as an UFO. <laughs> episode 2, The Star Chariot. Venom steals a mystical arrowhead rumored to point the way to an alien spacecraft buried in the desert. A lot of UFO shit. <laughs> Episode 3. Venom steals an ancient book which holds the secrets of a, of a mythological city of riches. Cool. Episode 4. Last one. Mask tries to retrieve a stash of military plutonium that Venom plans to use to power an earthquake machine. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'd say that Mask is kind of the top underdog of the Hasbro universe. It has the most potential out of the other ones that we've talked about in this Hasbro deep dive. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not as much as G.I. Joe or Transformers. That's why I say he's the underdog. Uh, he. That's why I say it's the underdog. And um, I do personally like Micronauts a bit, but I do think Mask has a, probably the third most has the third most potential out of all of them. Um, mm -hmm. IGN voted Mask the 99th best animated series in 2009. I guess best ever. They said it was uh, one of the most popular cartoon toy marketing franchises of the 80s, stating that it took many of the strengths of G.I. Joe and Transformers while taking few of their flaws. And then, Stefan, if you could read this, I found just a dude on YouTube named Chad talking about it. He had this to say. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Mass taught me that a Camaro with the gullwing doors could fly simply by having them open. I refuse to believe otherwise to this day. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> the Mass Dark Army and the show Mr. Robot also watched Mask in one of their episodes as well. So as people are remembering it and they're trying to put it in some of their shows. And now let's get to the toys. Yo! About fucking time. Just Freaking like everything. Love toys! Exactly. I freaking just love like them. Every, just like everything else in the They're 80s, great. the cartoon was basically a 30-minute advertisement for the toy line, but we all ate the shit up anyway. The mass toy line ran from 85 to 88, releasing four official series through those years. Each series featured a group of common vehicles with the ability to transform into armored combat vehicles. Most vehicles came with one or two drivers, and each character had a mask with a certain ability, just like the show. What, different, what differentiates Mask from some American toy lines is that every single item in the line was released in Europe. Some packaging was altered for the European market to make the line seem less violent, such as revising box art so that the vehicle's weapons were not shown firing, or in several cases, changing vehicle names entirely. Additionally, Europe received four adventure packs that were not released in North America. They get all the good stuff. As well as several extra action figure two-packs 
with repainted colorways of their original costumes. These toys are awesome, man. There is some speculation online that the Ninja Turtles were the final nail in the coffin for the mask line. It was actually Ooh. sort of picking up, sort of kind of popular, and then boom, Ninja Turtles came out. See you, mask. Yeah. So they did a good amount of accessories with each figure and stuff. Really great little designs and stuff. I'm looking at a visual aid currently. They mm-hmm. had a bunch of little snappy things and weapons that would clip on. I always loved that with something like this, Centurions or Exosquad. It was always, I always liked stuff you could clip onto the figure. Um, this was a great line of toys. But turtles, I could see that shit for sure. Yeah, when you were uh, fucking turtles. You were also a huge GI Joe fan, so this was like kind of right in your alley, right, Stefan? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was, I was a big. As much as uh, I'm not a fan of like the real military in real life, I'm a huge fan of like military based like toy lines and <laughs> and games and stuff like that um and these guys were great yeah this shit is awesome i would love to have some of these military sci-fi is an underused genre uh, anyway uh, agreed ebay lists one figure on there i was searching today i think it was a loose figure but it was only f- like 99 cents but nice. then the vintage mask road racing set 1985 kenner mask toy slot car track thunderhawk was over a hundred bucks yep Mm, I'm going to try and track some of these down. I'm going to see if I can't find one for a little affordable, reasonable price. <laughs> yeah, there's you You can definitely still get them for fairly cheap, man, um, at least for now. Let's move on into comics. So the first mass comics were three mini-comics produced by Kenner that were packaged with the vehicles from the first series of the toys in 1985. After the success of the franchise, DC Comics... Uh, so this is also... Let's Let's... Put a like a little pin in this. This is the first time that uh, DC took took something over from Hasbro and not Marvel, because Marvel was handling Micronauts and ROM. If you remember, I can't remember what happened with <laughs> with Visionaries. It's been a while now, but uh, so this is kind of an interesting change there. And uh, they picked up the rights and produced a special insert, which appeared in several comic books dated September and November 1985 to launch a four-issue miniseries. This was soon followed by another insert in comics dated from June to November 1986 and a regular series that lasted nine issues in 87. In 2016, the franchise was reintroduced as part of IDW's Revolution crossover series with writing by Brandon Easton and artwork by Tony Vargas. Matt Tracker is depicted as African-American in this series. Interesting. Easton Easton described the character as an engineering genius and intellectual bad boy who has been... (laughs) That's me. That's me. I'm that. Who has been in search of stability since the loss of his father at an early age. Mask branched out into its own series starting in November of 2016, but was canceled by IDW after only 10 issues. Yikes. So, yeah, not great. Although the series was canceled, the characters from Brandon Easton's Mask comic series returned later in 2017 as part of IDW's First Strike crossover. Featured in both a one-shot issue and a six-issue miniseries. And IDW lists this as their synopsis. Launching from the events of Revolution, the Mask team streaks into a dangerous, unstable landscape of dark wars, high intrigue, and non-stop action. Where they'll encounter the nearly unstoppable threat of Miles Mayhem and his Black Ops squadron known as Venom. 
How will an untested Matt Tracker lead Mask through a complex new world order where nothing is what it seems? Join writer Brandon Easton, Marvel Comics agent Carter, artist Tony Vargas, Rot and Ruin, and cover artist Tommy Lee Edwards for an exciting 21st century spin on the classic series where illusion is the ultimate weapon. That sounds like a visionary's line being illusion. Anyway, whatever. I guess the mask is an illusion. All right, You're whatever. a visionary. <laughs> all right, so that sounds pretty epic and all that, but ComicBastards.com had this to say about this series. <laughs> it's safe to assume that I'll be adding Mask to my list of Hasbro IDW titles that I don't read. One out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards indeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, Stefan. All right, so moving on into video games. Yeah, no Yes, thank you. (laughs) Moving on into video games. Beginning in 1987, British software house Gremlin Graphics released a trilogy of computer games based on the Mask franchise for various 8-bit computer formats. Hell yeah. Other than these 80s PC games, I don't think there was ever a single Mask game other Mm -hmm. than that. So, yeah, kind of sucks, but hey, there you go. Um, Hasbro's probably got it in the works as we speak, putting together their Hasbro it's kind of a, universe. Yeah, it's kind of like it was like their minor hit. Like they had two big mm-hmm. ones, a minor hit, and then several duds. Yeah, you know, I like interesting to see if it ever resonates with folks. Yeah, like, like Visionaries. Yeah. Like it was a cool look, but it seemed like it was kind of a dud. Yeah, ultimately. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty much it for games. Moving into the last section before we actually watch this thing. Uh, the movie. So oh. this is where we're at with the timeline. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Rated R mask adaptation. So yeah, on December 15th, 2015, Hollywood pre- Reporter reported that Hasbro and Paramount were joining forces to create a shared cinematic universe that combines Mask, G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Visionaries, and ROM all into one. A group of screenwriters that included Michael Chabon, Chio Hodari Coker, John Francis Daly, and Jonathan Goldstein were hired to develop storylines with Akiva Goldsman overseeing the project. Nice. Then, in January 2018, Daly and Goldstein revealed to IGN that mass inclusion in the film project was quote-unquote unlikely to happen without specifying a reason. Hmm. Then... Just a few months later, in April 18, on April 18, 2018, Paramount announced a revival of the Mask film project, which would be directed by F. Gary Gray, and nice. would be developed as a contemporary subculture movie with a youth empowerment angle. Hmm. Don't know so, what any of that means, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> it means Hollywood. that F. Gary Gray is definitely, you know, I mean, and, and again, why wouldn't he keep keep that revised Matt Tracker as yeah. African-American, so, and yeah, uh, boom, there you go. There you go. Uh, so they're saying it's going to be an urban adventure. <laughs> they might have used... Actually, I feel like they might have used the word urban at some point. Yeah, That's cool, though. That's cool. Whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But, kids in the hood uh, need their heroes, too, man. Exactly. More, probably, probably more than kids not in the hood. But anyway, exactly, man. another topic for another day. F. Gary Gray is currently filming Men in Black, the Men in Black spinoff, and he has done a Fast and the Furious before, Vehicles, so he has... 
He has he has experience with vehicle action plus genre films now. So I do think that he is an excellent pick. He's also, you know, diversity behind the behind the camera, which is great as well. And um, it'll be a very cool part of the Hasbro verse if all this kicks off. And we've already seen a Transformers movie, and we've seen a GI Joe movie, and I do, I'm down with reboots of that. But if they are going to kick off a universe, let's get that third film in there with Mask. I think it's like the perfect one after those their their top two. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we go into the reaction, how do you guys feel about this so far, Maddie? You've been quiet. Uh, I'm into it. <laughs> I just want to watch an episode. That's a that's like a Joey review. I like it. I like it. I mean, I didn't grow up with it, so it doesn't like, you know, other stuff that we've talked about on here definitely resonates with me. The so member like, berries aren't well, there. Yeah, so when you start <laughs> talking about, about stuff, about the plot, like, this, it doesn't ring a bell. Right, um, right, So right. I'm, like, excited to watch an episode because I don't remember this. Right. But stuff? I'm just kind of oh, taking yeah. it all in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to check out this episode, and I've really enjoyed all the little details that you shed light on here. And I've been like looking at the toys and stuff where you've been talking about it. So great. I'm really excited to see that opening sequence again. Cause that's really all I remember. Um, and, and, and yeah, time to get nostalgic. Let's do this. <laughs> all right, here we go. So now we're going to do a little reaction to the first episode of mask. A little viewy poo. Oh yeah. Sweet. Sound of the synth. Dude, this song, I love it, man. It's great. This is my shit. It's my shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a Knights of the Round Table vibe here. God, those designs are pretty cool. That girl, female one was good. I love that. I love that thing. I want one. Dude, this song is I hope awesome. they got good seat belts and gonna fly right out of them gold what were they called? Gold Gold Wing. Gold wing doors. That one shoots a boat out of it. That's pretty cool. These are all great. It is so smart to just kind of combine the two things. Mm -hmm. What are our two top things? Let's just combine them into one. <laughs> yeah. Dud. <laughs> you gotta yes. have views like this in the movie, by the way. That's fucking cool, that little uh, motorcycle that turns into a helicopter. Like, pretty cool. Yes. Space. Oh, the shit. final frontier. I have not seen this either, guys. Oh, I don't think. Oh, uh, nothing good happens after a meteor strikes. So true. Inciting incident much? What's that DC guy again that became immortal from f fucking meteor? Uh, I think meteor. I thought about him. Extremely radioactive. I don't know. Looks to me like we have proof at last of a life-giving meteor. <laughs> Life-giving, huh? Cool. Hey, these cameras. They would have that thing quarantined down if there was some kind of plant growing out of it. Like, oh. The government. Oh. It's the government. Unbelievable. Cool. Give us back our meteor. Is it alien technology that makes Whoops. all this shit happen? This is the alien equivalent of knocking, your, th getting your football in somebody else's yard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a special a meteor. Oh, no. 
Is that a member of Venom? Dang it. Yeah, it seems so. I'm gonna punch this woman! <laughs> I take back what I said earlier. They definitely got the women characters right off the bat. Woohoo! Dang, that was a sick jump. Company coming, rocks. Get out the welcome mat. No sweat. You can clean up when the party's over. Cool. I kind of feel like they could go even crazier with the mask designs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they could be a little better. Yeah. Overall. Some sort of them plain look cool, though. Yeah. yeah. I like the female one. That yellow one looked really cool. Like a Cyclops kind of visor over the front. Yeah. I bet it was a lot of like, well, what will be easy to reproduce as a figure? Right, yeah. yeah. Totally. That's and they true. were they were smaller too, so like doing those molds would have been probably had to do a certain size before they would be flimsy or something. We need to bring back lasers as ammunition in both movies and cartoons. Yeah, probably, it's they always still do that, right? I like that. Oh, Dead in real life. He is thinking what I was thinking. But not a good diver. <laughs> not a good diver. A woman just died. <laughs> I'm from Queens. I want to be a henchman, but I want to be like the voice of reason. <laughs> henchman. God, have some respect. <laughs> you ever see the non-wasteful uh, gangster on Key and Pill? <laughs> They're pouring out one for their homies, and the one guy is like, but it's just so wasteful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Better than good. You're supposed to help people in trouble. And boy, could I use some help now. So could a lot of people, Professor Stevens. However, my interests lie in rather unusual I don't trust him. Unusual. Look at this. It's a question of life or death. Is that Matt Tracker, bro? Okay, yeah, maybe that is. Blonde hair, blue eyes, probably. <laughs> Look at his little robot friend. T-Bob. T-Bob, he's like the snarf of the series. The snarf? Seems a little smart. Alan Tedick would play his voice. Yep. Oh, nice. T-Bob, dude. Yes! His dick is a wheel. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> you should get that checked, man. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm kind of sad that we'll never get the uh, robot voice from back in the day because Siri already speaks better than this. So any yeah. robots in the future from now are gonna be even better. I must sound ridiculous to you. Hold on, let me. Fix no, man. I think if they made a movie, they gotta keep this voice a little bit. Yeah. Like update a little bit, but it it just brings the fun of the show back. Yeah. Right. Right. The days of the beep boop robot, maybe. Maybe over because of Alexas and Google Homes and such. Little kids will be like, that's not what a fucking robot sounds like. But I feel Yeah, you, but that's the that. thing. That you gotta get them in this world, though, and then they'll believe anything. That's true. And they'll be like, is that in the past? I'm like, shut up, kid! Don't make fun of my cartoon! Dude, I'd, wa I'd watch an 80s version like this that I like, with all the same designs as this, man. Mm -hmm. That movie be sick! These are cool, these little, uh... Spectrum graphs or whatever There's they're showing. inherent diversity that. going on here too. That these watches are everything. I want one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so a. Cool. That's an Apple Watch, dude. <laughs> He's got a fucking snake. 
my super secret magic Oldest. watch is blinking. Go. Hold my snake. <laughs> Firecracker. Now my Firecracker. students know my code name. Damn, this guy's teaching Shit. school. Sorry, guys, right. gotta bounce. Here's yeah. the sub. Gotta go save the world. Can't tell you why. He rolls in. Gonna make a beat the TV with Free Willy on it. Just watch this, guys. <laughs> my dough. Oh. <laughs> That's wasteful. Who's gonna make the pizza? That is just wasteful. <laughs> they had a figure set for this. That was a gas station and a figure, and the gas station transformed into something. What if, what if he just they, dropped the uh, nozzle on the ground and ran off? <laughs> Explosion. Just like gas pouring all over. The building explodes. And I would now enjoy a montage of them putting on the suits and with the song going full blast. You gotta get that belt oh, buckle. Oh shot my for god, sure. that never happens in these shows. Uh, Elon, <laughs> yeah, Elon not, <laughs> dreaming. Elon Musk's hyperloop. <laughs> this is where Elon Musk lives. If by the time I'm 45 and I don't live inside of a mountain with a bunch of giant metal doors, I'm gonna be really pissed off. <laughs> you know? pissed off. What do you where's, do then? Where's my base? Just hit yourself. How do you get a base? How do you become part of a super secret organization? Meteor, mm, right? What do these guys do? Delicious. It's venom. Oh, oh fuck! Shit. Uh, just what we've all. <laughs> what if Eminem just releases another Venom song for this movie? That'd be tight. It's the exact same one. You could, yeah, yeah you could, you yeah. could use all the same exact song and it'd be like, oh yeah, hell yeah, new Eminem. It actually works glasses. This thing just—it's just radioactive. It just melts stuff. We've all got cancer now. <laughs> I want that room. Could that be the Super House headquarters? <laughs> fucking ridiculous room. <laughs> yeah. This is where we should be shooting the Super House podcast television show. Yeah. That's how true. do we how do we get a command center? That's yeah. How do you Super do House that? command center. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. We're like Thunderbirds. <laughs> I mean, there's already just actually in. been a super house, so now we have to go to space. Do you guys think that we're sitting <laughs> too low on the ground? Here, hold on, I'll get us up to the next floor. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about uh, conference room oh, two? Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> this is the sunroof. Hmm. Now we're really mass carousel. Hold your neck stiff, like so you don't break your neck. We're going to put magic? power beams into the mass themselves. Yes. <laughs> that looks like that, it's going to burn. That dude rules. He's the only one who thought to shades. shave his eyes. Yeah. Well, they get shades from Luke Cage to play that role. <laughs> yeah. No, they I get don't the like kid from fucking Ready Player One, the Japanese kid, to play the Japanese guy. I don't like that guy who plays shades. His face makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Nice, Camaro. God, that truck is wicked too. I'll take any one of them. The paint schemes are <laughs> so great. This is Bruce regarding the spacecraft. <laughs> oh, the racist. Oh, he's the Confucian. Yeah. Makes plenty of sense, buddy. I like that he actually gets. Uh, at least if they do that, That's at least awesome, somebody yeah. is understanding him. Yeah. If you read a book or two, you would know that he's. <laughs> Speaking in a form of ancient uh, <laughs> motivational poetry. If you read the Dao De Jing, Dao De Jing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you didn't read the book I lent you. Very Cobra Commander. 
Yeah, yep, dude. That design. Yeah, they should probably sue them. Maybe it was like a regional thing too. Maybe they. No, I don't know, because I guess GI Joe was everywhere. It was everywhere. I remember that. Yes. This is sweet, dude. Fuck yeah! It's gonna get cold. Put those wind, those doors open. He doesn't get cold. He's yeah, a probably, hero. They probably have insulation in those masks. It's like the nuclear reactor mask, like the one Homer wears. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these masks. Yeah. Wonder if that was an influence. A helicopter that turns into a plane, huh? Yeah, that that could have been a little bit different, huh? Now nah, one can go faster than the other. Yes, that's, that's my favorite. That's a, a girl, motorcycle. Right? Yellow. That's a guy. No, there's a yellow girl as well. But that motorcycle turns into a helicopter. That's my shit right there. That's the vehicle I would want. That's so cool. Yes, look at this freaking dogfight happening. Cartoons See, nowadays are just about feelings and shit. This mask. What the? Oh, fuck? the yellow. Yellow is is yellow. Fucking um, Japanese guy, man. <laughs> it, uh, no, I, didn't see I don't it, think yeah. it is. <laughs> okay. They, they snuck into the here. mission. I remember this scene quite quite vividly, actually. I love that guy. It's like Orko. Sidecar. Okay, that's what he's driving. Plume. Looks like freaking Steve Zizu in that fucking thing. Steve Zizu? <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit, he's fucking S him up. Scuba Steve, I mean. I like how it's not just the car. Yes! I mean, I know it's the whole point of the show, but the mask have these powers. I kind of. I don't know, I wasn't expecting all that. His mask is just a hat with glasses on it. <laughs> Why doesn't he get a full mask? Is it because he's black? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to show the cultural diversity, or else it doesn't count. That mask is cool. Oh, he's a country boy. Hey, cowboy! Oh, is coming. Pew! Stefan, you'd love for Channing Tatum to play him, right? He'd actually be pretty good. Yeah, oh, I wow. Would, I would give Channing Tatum that role, just not Gambit. Would Ryan Reynolds be in this movie, bro? No, hell no. <laughs> They'd probably cast him as the robot, though, more than likely. I think that fucking plane is my favorite design, honestly. The plane that... The plane. But I'm a big Starscream fan. So. That one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starscream is good. Juggernaut much. You know when I was a kid, the Dinobots were my favorite because they were fucking... Dinosaur. Hilarious. Talk, they talk funny. Yeah, that's true. I like when oh, you had, no. like, Optimus Prime that's, like, great voice, and then they'd be like, me, Grimlock! And yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. T-Bot convert. I said convert! <laughs> just do what I say, bitch. He's just abusive to his robot. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. You're just a shitty little robot. Why don't you do what I, I say? I am God to you. <laughs> it's yes, sir. He's such a little scaredy baby. Did I program sentience into you, motherfucker? T-Bob complies. Matt Tracker is concerned about some shit. That's yeah. why I looked off to the... Distance. He seems to have a deep understanding of the current situation that has him troubled. This turn is a seaplane? Okay. I can't believe your tracking system actually worked for once, T Bob. I wish I didn't. Why do you why do you always insult me so, Master? I only provide you love and support. You know, I feel like there's not a lot of like main character Matt Tracker 
story going on. It's an ensemble piece. Dude, yeah. it's the first step, too, man. I know. Yeah, they're just figuring you it got, out. You gotta capture the minds first, then you can add the story. True, true. <laughs> that robot design is great. I don't know what You love T-Bob, dude. I love T-Bob. He looked like a little egg with eyes. And you go ride like a motorcycle. A monocycle. My favorite anime is called The Venus Wars, about a race team that rides these monocycles. And uh, reminds me of that a little bit. Less edgier. You were being serious about that, right? Yeah, Venus Wars is fantastic. <laughs> Venus Wars is a great anime. I gotcha, yeah. It's a, gotcha. it's a film, you know, it's back when they made good anime movies. Sure you know, in a, in a moment of vulnerability for me, T-Bob, all right, so <laughs> when I was would a be. kid, my parents uh. would call the penis a P-Bob for some Whoa. fucking reason. Oh, like, okay. don't you stop think they got it from this? <laughs> Instead of pee-pee, they said P-Bob. What the fuck is going <laughs> on Dude, in the bush? I don't also. know why they fucking made that word up, man. That answers so many questions, Andrew. <laughs> so many questions. Yeah. So when I hear T-Bob, it's like, what the fuck? P-Bob. P-Bob. Oh, well, I'll never be Stop able to look at that. Stop pushing your P-Bob. I'll never be able to look at that fireman hat-shaped robot again the same way. <laughs> I'm going to get a tattoo of that. You love that guy. T-Bob! What if he fought Sam Witwicky, or Spike Witwicky, whatever the fuck his name is, in that suit he had in the show? Did he have a suit? Yeah, he had a suit that could transform. Honestly, I don't want to see T-Bob fight anybody. I just want to hang out with him. All right. Yeah, Andrew, why does that break out a fight all the time? I'm scared yeah. for him. You're such Shit, a man. man. This episode is so tense, I'm I'm worried for him specifically. He's got such good intention. Those characters usually fight it. Whoa. God, Whoa. I love this. This is my favorite character, cool. I think. Yeah. These I scenes guess. would be great, like with a big, like, Fast Budget. and Furious type of uh, uh -huh. sci-fi type of vibe. Kind of that flash angle from Justice League-ish, you know? The yeah. With lasers, keep the... Pretty much like yeah. updated, of course, but keep the lasers. That dude's my favorite so far, besides T Bob. I don't want to see a single bullet. That little kid, uh, honestly, though, I'm not feeling. No, he's a. He's take so him rude or leave him. To his robot buddy. Where's Gloria or whatever it's her name like, is? Yeah. He, it's like he t everyone has a robot buddy, but coming from a world where I don't have a robot buddy, it's not fair. I love these vehicles, <laughs> man. This guy's dangerous here. He's not a good guy. Look at that close all. Look at that helmet. It's terrible. Yeah. He's probably actually killed Sick. characters in this universe. Murderer. Oh, God. They're polluting the environment. Mask is terrible. <laughs> Captain Planet. He's our hero. <laughs> what the? That was kind of cool. That is cool. That's what the sidecar's for, huh? They Just did that the, in the Dark Knight. Seen it. Beach babes, dude. <laughs> we'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> this would be actually not a bad joke, especially if the effects were really awesome as well. What? I don't know. I would kind of keep that. The boats and the cars and the whatnot? He was oh, like, yeah. where did where'd he go? And they pointed to the beach, and he then it transforms. Uh, I think with updated graphics. I keep thinking of how the movie would play out. Right. I mean, we definitely gotta watch some more episodes than write that script. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, freezing. that's what ketamine feels like. Ah, <laughs> you all stay cool now. Good. I would not keep that joke. Great course. pun. Are you kidding me? Puns. I'm not go. that cheesy. I see. 
Yeah, puns, they work for me nowadays. <laughs> Once you pass uh, 33. Yeah, puns then become dad joke territory. Yeah. So you love Mr. Uh, Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze? Love it. Okay, man. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold face lie. <laughs> I just liked that particular pun. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm getting ice at work, I'm like, you guys want to see something cool? And then I'll get the ice and dump it, because it's literally cool. Fuck you guys. Fucking missiles, bro. Ooh, a sticky bomb. Whoa. So it, like, fucks up his fucking speed and shit? Oh, it's he like a guided. rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I'll never find that seaplane now. <laughs> I like those reflections in the visor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The animation's Keep that. great. I'll give the animation, I don't know, like a 7.8. That old meteor! I don't have it, Dusty. He's a badass. I like Matt Tracker. He's He thinks about shit. He's sitting there. He's like kind of stewing on it. Hey, anyone want a meteor? Ta-da! It was stashed in the truck me and T-Bob took. T-Bob. Whoa. Whoa. Actually, recently studies have shown that by spanking your child, you prepare them for a life of mental illness and uh, uh, easily jump into anger. So, not good. And gayness. And gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> and. Who's that guy? Hey. Isn't that one of the, the mask members? Maybe oh, he's the one that got yeah. roughed up near the beginning. It's a whole lot of white people. Oh, that's gonna be changed for the movie, I bet you. Bet you right now. <laughs> they probably watched this first episode too, and they're just like, "Well, geez, oh, <laughs> that frame is almost mostly only one. <laughs> only one. That's just a turd he left. Black lead in the like a, you know, Japanese American or Japanese, uh, you know, supporting Get Mike Mo. character would be. Get Mike Mo of right. Really fame. good. Yeah. Mike Mo. I don't know why they call this game catch. You keep missing the ball. <laughs> That's because I hate you, T Bob. <laughs> That's because your throws are so bad, T Bob. <laughs> I mean, basically the same thing I said. What a little dick. Hit him. Ah. When you run after a ball, always stop at the street and look forward. Oh my God! They have fucking nice. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ever they playing catch put with that a in robot. There. Bruno Bianchi, thank you. Terrence McDonald, great job. Gary Warren, all right. Fred Lack. So many writers. Kicking ass. Diana Drew Botsford, thanks again. Shigeru Akagawa, good stuff. Shinji Aramaki, not bad yourself. Michael Milani, <laughs> you need to pull your weight a little bit more in the office because Doug Stone has been complaining about you. Shuki Levy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's everywhere. And, and Haim and Saban, they fucking, yes, they made the all music. All Japanese here. All they did the Power Rangers here, music, but. too. Almost everybody. R.W. Kowalczyk. Wow. I want an entire Haim Saban Shuki LeVay album then. Where is that at? This fucking song rules. They did the, the Power Rangers theme? What else did they do? 
Deke. Not Dick. Saban so actually was low the blood guy sugar that started uh, that made the Inspector Gadget theme song and a few others, <laughs> Heathcliff and shit. Anyway, what'd you guys think? Uh, let's go with Maddie first. Uh, what was the? It ain't no. It was it Inhumanoids? Is that what we? Watched? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't no Inhumanoids, but y'all know I love my monsters. Um, I, gotta watch I thought one. it was pretty good. I mean. I don't think I ever saw that as a kid because I know I would have watched it, you know? Right, yeah. Because there wasn't, like, in the, the little Kimmy was not about to say no to robots, people in masks, and cars doing cool <laughs> shit at any point. Um, so I guess it was, like, one of those weird things that I just never caught or maybe something else came on that I was like, oh, shit, got to watch that instead. Kind of want to check this show out, but <laughs> priorities, people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good first episode. Uh, I would definitely uh, watch another one. Wolfie? Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. I thought uh, the vehicles were great seeing them all. They like were able to shoehorn in every last toy that was coming out that season in this one episode, it seemed like. Um, the characters were actually pretty good. The kid was a little bothersome. T-Bob's great. Matt Tracker, great leader you can tell he's really thinking concerned with the entire team and not just himself or just the mission he's really thinking about all these things you see the gears turning scene to scene um really loved the motorcycle to helicopter guy he was a badass had some cool powers and the villains were good enough i wish the main villain was a little less cobra commandery in design um but i'm sure he's gonna get what's coming to him so it doesn't even matter um great team looking forward to the next episode uh if and we get around watching that and um gonna get me a t-bob fig (laughs) (laughs) i i think this like you guys i would have definitely been into this if i had seen it as a kid uh i i don't think i'm gonna be getting like super into mask now in my life but if the movie came out i'd be like oh shit i'm gonna be really excited because i think that there's like so much you can do you have like mask action Along with ve- like transforming vehicle action, and if they put anywhere near the amount of money they put into a, like Bumblebee or any of the Transformers movies, it's gonna you know it's gonna look great. Hopefully, not as like shitty as like if it has Bumble- Bumblebee type design to it, but Michael Bay money, you know I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential with this, and I think I mean I. I, I think the whole Hasbro universe really has a there could has a lot of potential and I would love to see it like come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely. F. Gary Gray coming on board, uh, he have him having like uh, some interest in doing it and having black lead and hopefully you know uh, the Asian American will be second and then you know probably keep the country guy white and so on and so forth. Like I think that you know. It's a lot going on there. I think it. I don't know. It should be. It could be great. And seeing all the, uh, you know, mask and vehicle action in this episode was, you know, obviously the highlights. So, um, yeah, man. Third one. Third pick at a Hasbro, yeah. for sure. So. Hell yeah. Um, before we end it. Uh, real quick, who do you think who who could. Who could be cast? Who could direct? What would be the overall tone? Uh, any of these questions? Uh, let's go with uh, Wolfie first. Um, shoot, man. I think if they 
There's so many characters, it'd be hard to know who to cast. I say Mike Moe for the Japanese guy who I was saying earlier during the episode. He played Ryu in Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. He'll play Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in Quentin Tarantino's next movie. And he's a good Japanese actor. Give it to him. Um, uh, yeah, I don't he's know He's probably Chinese, him. but, I mean, I said speaking, I said Alan. Still. I said Alan Tiedek for the... the for T Bob, but he was already um, K K two S O in in Rogue One, so maybe find somebody of another who hasn't played a robot yet on screen, but has like a good <laughs> voice for that. Um, you know who would be good for that is freaking Bob Odenkirk would play a good one. Okay, um, all right. Of, of Better Call Saul. <laughs> That's fame. An interesting be a, pick, man. He'd be. A I don't great, know where you pulled that from. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt Tracker. Uh, if you you know African American, obviously, if he's an African American guy, I would say. Mm, who's good? Chadwick Boseman would be a good Mad Tracker. Uh, definitely. And then... Mm, kind of blanking on some of the bad guys. But just get a nice, colorful cast in there. And uh, and uh, I give, throw some more work John Boyega's way, too. I mean, if it's going to be like an urban style, or how do they describe it as being a uh, cultural uh, Like youth development or some shit like that, yeah, I forget. Yeah, so if, they, if, they're, if they're putting any any effort into diversity like I th- John Boyega can do no wrong in my eyes and he'd actually be a good Matt Tracker too just saying Chadwick Boseman would be good too that's my cast Maddie. Uh so what I would do is make them all teenagers just kidding <laughs> <laughs> alright because that's what sells people right um, I don't know man uh, I think a good Matt Tracker would be John Hamm but we don't need to see him blonde just give him black hair just keep John Hamm the way he is you know what I'm saying? Or Jeffrey Dean Morgan, because I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool. I don't know, man. Randall, something like what? I don't know. Just like, just make what it about, diverse. What about uh, the, I, I don't know if it was Gloria or not, but the blonde woman in it. Mm-hmm. In it. Can't uh, be any race. Any race. Any race. Oh, my God. Uh, of course. Open call. Open casting. I don't know. Just put Zazzy Beats in that shit, man. She's great. <laughs> or uh, the girl that played Valkyrie, totally blanking on her name. From Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Oh, fucking Tessa Thompson. Yeah, put her in that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You know what? Just take the cast of Westworld and put it in this shit, mate. The fucking um, oh my god, blanking on his name. Uh, Jeffrey Morgan. No, well, yeah, he would be in it, but uh, the uh, Ed Harris would be the villain. Oh, character. dude, that's awesome. Yes, that's and, uh, fucking sweet. Um, you know, I would definitely do a redesign of the masks and stuff because they can look way cooler since like. Obviously, our like sculpting and toy making has gotten a lot better in the past. So I would definitely work on the mask designs. There are some cool ones that can be elaborate, elaborated on. Who would I get to direct this movie? You know what? I'm going to say John Krasinski because The Quiet Place was pretty sick and I'd like to see him direct something else, so why not give him a mask? If he can, <laughs> if he nice. can scare me, he can He'd make an action movie. Yeah, he would be too. Direct, yeah, man, just write and direct that shit. It'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, well, he put I his would... wife in there, Emily Blunt. She could be a mm. bad guy, too. Damn. Oh, I forgot they were married. You got me on a tangent now. I can go on forever. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I, uh, I'm i going to go with F. Gary Gray directing it. And then um, for Matt Tracker, uh, I, I don't know. I just like the guy. I think Sterling K. Brown may be a little bit too old for some people. But I think, I don't know. I think he'd be great. I don't think he's that old. But he's got the man. And the Predator is so good. I'd yeah, like to see I think him as like a hero character. Yeah, I'd like to see him as like a lead good guy, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he could definitely pull it off. And uh, as for the other characters, I haven't thought about it. But this actually just came to me while you guys were talking. Stanley Tucci for the v- Miles Mayhem. Nice, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci gang. <laughs> Tucci gang, yeah. Because he can pull off anything. And uh, let's go with, um, like, for the girl. Fuck, man. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, Zazy Beats or even the girl from Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. Uh, have her in there. And then, um, uh, for yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, for the Japanese American guy, that kid from fucking uh, Ready Player One. Unless you know, you get another unknown, like kind of an unknown. Steven Yoon from fucking yeah. Walking Dead. Him as well. Yeah, he could do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and, and I agree. Also? Maybe change the mask design a little bit. I'm generally a fan of like a real sleek design. That's why I like ninjas and shit so much. But I don't know if they they probably shouldn't go too sleek at the same time because then it's kind of fronting on uh power rangers i front think front on them front on a mask and they already they already own that they're already part of the hasbro verse so it's like you got to differentiate a little bit so i get it so i don't know um but yeah add something to it a little shiny or two maybe i don't know I, I don't know it just feels like there's something that could be done there Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been uh, another installment of our Hasbroverse, or this has been another installment of our deep dive into the Hasbroverse. We only have two more, and as you can probably tell if you've been uh, paying attention to this series, I kind of wanted to start off with the least popular one, which I pretty much pretty much uh, believe was Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light, which was fine, you know, didn't hate it, but it definitely kind of like the least popular out of all of them and then we went through rom and uh well the other one micronauts and and all that and now after now that we've done mask we only have two left which uh is gi joe and then finally transformers but i've been heading up all of these but i do think that stefan has got to head up the gi joe episode it would be my pleasure so that'll be the next one that comes out whenever that is (laughs) and uh we will be adding this list, or this podcast episode to our Shinfocast playlist, which also has our Doctor Strange and the Occult episode, our top video game conspiracies episode, our top video game myths episode. Myths and, and mysteries. Yeah. Myths and mysteries. And then we have a few more on there. And, of course, our Hasbro Versa Deep Dive playlist as well. Thank you, Shasta and Matt Herring, for, their, for your Patreon patronage. And if you want to become a patron, please go to patreon.com slash superhousepodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash superhousepodcast. Superhouse is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we also have stores on redbubble.com and tpublic.com. That's T-E-E public.com. If you want a Superhouse shirt or a mug, please go there. And um, I am Thunderwolf lives on Twitter. And what you guys got? Uh, I'm STFNSNTCRZ on Twitter. I just started. You're not Wolfie Cruz? Uh, not on Twitter just yet. I'm pretty sure oh. I'll change that. I'm Wolfie Cruz on Instagram, um, which I haven't put anything up there yet. But I think I'm going to start writing more jokes I'm putting them on Twitter uh, for the world to laugh. Um, oh, I didn't even know you were on Twitter. 
yeah, it's just a new thing. I had a funny idea today. I'm like, you know, I should put that on Twitter because most comedians you hear about, they use Twitter. Uh, That's lot. true. And, and it's a good platform to get like really quick little jokes across without it being like a whole status with a bunch of comments and stuff, i.e. Facebook. And to put your hot takes. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm <laughs> having a larger Twitter presence, so check that out. Currently, it's STFNSNTCRC, uh, but shortly it will be Wolfie Cruz. And um, uh, check me out there, and then, you know, I'll be on the Superhouse page. Check us out there. I like to post memes. Post some shit uh, to us. Um, interact with us. Uh, I'd love to be your friend. Signing <laughs> off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Maddie. <laughs> hey, this is Maddie. You can follow me on Instagram at oldbeardo. I just post artwork and stuff. I also have something really cool that I just did with one of my roommates and uh, five other people. Uh, we designed tote bags, um, and they're $16. Uh, $5 of that goes to a charity if you buy one. Uh, it's, it can be for anything. All of them are listed for the charities and all the designs, and it's on ratkingframes.com. Just go to the shop section and all the tote bags will show up uh you know help out man buy a tote i didn't even know that that's nice. awesome check Good out shit. check out stefan's show hot package on superhouse youtube when we have a bunch of other stuff on there as well in addition to hot package and also please leave us reviews in itunes because that actually increases our visibility in the itunes store which at the end of the day we're a podcast is needs itunes uh at least right now so yeah uh, this is Andrew signing off. This is Maddie. Bye bye. This is all Wolfie Crush. Uh, new hot package coming soon within the next two weeks, probably the next week. I'll let you know about that. Signing off. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on we are basically on all social media <laughs> yeah, all social media mainly facebook and twitter and patreon check out the links in the description we have uh, a lot of uh cool goals uh set up on our patreon like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh give us a topic for us to talk about and that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more who knows yeah. how long it'll take and that's pretty tight <laughs> that's the coolest thing <laughs> wait we're on the internet that's pretty good <laughs> if you and don- we can make money <laughs> what <laughs> if you donate a thousand dollars you get full frontal nudes we haven't set that up but it's a possibility if you give us a grant who knows what'll happen check us out <laughs> i'll do that <laughs> i'll do that <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you Joey for a weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. <laughs>
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 